Welcome to On the Spot with Juliana, a platform for change makers. Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining me again on this new episode of OTS with Juliana. I'm so excited to be back again with a new episode on this series that we have called Silent Battles Stop the Stigma. And the whole idea is to try to tackle the youth mental health crisis one story at a time. And this time around, I have another amazing storyteller who's here to share with us her journey towards just understanding understanding the dynamics of youth mental health especially when it relates to digital technology so i'm really excited to have her here in studio which is amazing and she'll definitely be sharing her learnings on the different experiences that she has had using digital technology especially as someone who is transitioning from Africa to the United States so i'm so glad to be joined by Aminatu in studio Aminatu is a senior student at Smith College she's studying biological sciences and she's just so passionate about healthcare and increasing spaces or empowering different communities when it comes to different spheres of life specifically though in terms of healthcare and also education so aminatu thank you so much for joining me today thank you so much for having me here i'm honored to be here today to share my experience actually mental health issues is something that i wish the youth talk about more because there's been stigma around it and even like although now like the medical uh, uh, sector and public health they're trying to address it but still the youth are still under hiding no one to be open to like talk about it and address this uh, issues yeah so as you said i'm originally from ghana i am passionate about healthcare. you're talking to i mean a future doctor because I plan yes, to go to medical school like after here and this is my last semester as well and I, I just I can't wait to get that milestone done as like my BA in biological sciences yeah and some of the things I'm interested in is sport I'm actually wearing my uh, like I mean my sport hat right now and I love 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 soccer and women empowerment and just breaking the barriers in society that prevent women from achieving higher education those are things like I like Amazing. I love the energy that you're bringing to this conversation. And, you know, when we talk about digital storytelling for social change, these are the ideas that we're talking about. You bring in the energy and you tell your most authentic story. So I should say thank you again for joining me in studio today. All right. So let's take it back to the time when you were still in Ghana, your childhood days. I'm pretty sure that there was not that much fuss around mobile phones, digital technology and all that. So could you share with us a bit about your experience not having that mobile phone or maybe tell us more about your first time having an actual mobile phone. We'd love to hear that. Yeah, like definitely. Thank you so much, Juliana, for taking me back into that moment, actually, because like growing up in a community uh, called Invi, it's pretty, it was pretty exciting for me because we had no internet and no mobile phones, you know, like no electricity. And it was a time where we built community. Growing up as a kid, like, I was always in interaction with my parents with my sibling and with the whole community like you interact when you just walking around like 
in the village you're greeting people and saying hi and talking to them you are not on your phone because there is no phone mm-hmm. so like those are moments that I really cherish and different from when I actually got my first phone in Ghana and it it's also a different experience from when I got my first phone uh, at the age of 21 that's like <laughs> not American standard like people will not understand but yeah that was my experience and I was very excited to have that phone and to have the convenience that it gives me to connect with people that I'm not really like at a like closer distance with like now I'm international student so you, that distance that phone is able to like bring that close to me just by a phone call so I was excited in that way and I was chatting on WhatsApp for hour like I mean like 24 7 but then coming to the United States like it turns into a different kind of like level of using of digital uh, technology compared to back then. I can totally understand where you're coming from because I'm also coming from an environment where you know internet access and just digital technology is something that is quite difficult to access. But I mean, now that we're moving towards a more digitalized environment, then things are changing. But thank you so much for sharing that. And I mean, now we're getting into the idea of no mobile phones like the fear of having of not even having a mobile phone and that's the topic of the conversation today actually which is nomophobia so to those who didn't know there is a phobia called no mobile phone usage and that is what we're talking about today so i mean not to let's just assume that you keep track of your phone usage right how often would you say you use your mobile phone each day uh pretty often but in a way that like I don't use my phone for a long period of time but I find myself checking my phone maybe every hour or every few minutes but then at the end of the day for like the last few days when I check my mobile usage it doesn't exceed four hours a day when I check it but then um the thing is like I I constantly think about it i'm like okay like uh check who is texting me check uh do do i have an do i have an email like it just make it in a way that it's around me and it's built into my life and i check it constantly but i do not keep using it for so long but that also varies because when i'm on vacations (laughs) when i'm like school break time weekends it escalates some days to a point that where like i'm lying on my bed watching social media funny videos for a whole day so like if for positively i would say during the week and when i have work and i'm like displaying my stuff is like around four hours but then when like i'm like I, I, i want to rest it just you know, like I was supposed to be resting, but then sometimes I'm on phone for like, yeah, too long. I totally understand. <laughs> I do the same thing, especially on weekends. I must say I'm <laughs> someone who really does that. And, you know, can you go without a phone maybe for 12 hours or even a day? Have you ever done that at all? Yes, yes, yes. Like I can go without my phone for as long as my phone is not around. And that's the, like something I'm, I'm not like exactly sure how I feel because then when I go without my phone at first I'm like oh I don't have my phone and then I was like where rest because I feel stressed when my phone is around the the pressure of I have to reply to the messages I've seen I have to reply to the emails and I, when my phone is not around me I have a, the perfect excuse to tell people oh my phone wasn't around me because we have all this pressure your friends expecting for you to reply my family expecting for me to reply professors and like 
other people that will be in my life just expecting that when they text you you are there and replies and that puts so much pressure on me and when I'm around my phone I'm constantly checking and trying to reply to someone when nobody is even texting me right so I just feel more relaxed when I don't have my phone around me and when I went back home I went back home in Columbia over the summer and there was electricity outage for four weeks wow for four weeks I had my laptop I had my phone and both of them was drained I did uh, take it to the city to charge I just give it to somebody but I wasn't even worried about my phone I was worried about the heat because it was so hot I was like yeah I need like and those were moments that I was more relaxed you know mentally mm-hmm. although there was this uh, the other kind of stress that's physical work and other things I had to worry about but not my phone like being around it and being stressed that I don't have it so I can go like with and especially when I also meet with friends when I schedule with you to meet I do not want to be using my phone while my friends like are sitting in front of me because like we scheduled that time to have a connection and to like do something like I don't like it that I have to like be on my phone you have to be on your phone while we're trying to talk to each other like the phone is like it's like a barrier is mm-hmm. how do you connect with someone properly when you are also texting with someone or looking at social media in that way yeah amazing insights i mean from what i'm getting you tend to highlight that at times the phone is actually a form of distraction in a way and it just shifts your focus from what is most important to stuff that is maybe not that much of a priority at a particular moment and i mean i'm really excited to hear about your story during the summer because i mean going without electricity for that long for some people it has become the new normal i would say especially within the african context So now from your personal observation, how do you think digital technology is affecting young people's productivity and maybe just looking at the positive and negative effects of phone usage and relating that to the mental health crisis that we're talking about today? Yeah, I definitely would start with that like thank God for digital technology because like it just it bring this convenient stuff into your life like just go on your phone you're shopping on Amazon you know like it's so convenient you're ordering like Uber Eats like without the extra stress of walking somewhere we're banking on our phone I can't remember the, the last time I went inside a bank because I have everything on my phone I can like reply to my email so it just brings so much positive like uh productivity into our life that we can be able to like use it and make our life more convenient and more easy to say but then also it can escalate when we are not using it with the boundaries that we need if we're going to put everything in our phone the stress especially like uh NIH did, uh do a study on nomophobia and they are speculating that this can escalate into a public issue and an epidemic uh, to, for for young adult so that's something that we have to be careful about and think even just as individual not even take care of the individual first because mm-hmm. if we don't take care of ourselves then how are we going to be able to take care of the society or like a country as a whole if it escalate to uh, some issues so that's just something I'm like the negative part is that like i have it it is you cannot it doesn't have a clear cut to say it it depends on individual i know my phone has given me a lot of productivity but also the fact that some weekends i watch videos for like 
I mean, like 12, 8 to 12 hours funny wow. videos on YouTube or like all the other social media platform and not accomplish anything. That just draws me back also like no zero productivity. And if that continues, I'm going to go more on the negative side and not just not completing my work also physically like if i'm watching those videos that means i didn't get up to eat healthy meal i did not get up to exercise and uh -huh. have physical activity and that impact on my mental health and even the screen our eyes like sometimes my eyes hurt and i, I get headache just looking at my computer for too long or they have a negative impact in our health and in our mental health and our social skills like now everybody can comment anything on social media but the question is if you meet someone in person what will your social skills be are you going to be able to connect and to interact properly yeah, with other people that's so true and i guess it also links to the idea of social anxiety that most people are having because i'd also say because of the pandemic most people didn't have that ability to have those in-person interactions and that's where the phone was there to act as a i'll say a conduit of connection and just communicating with other people but again it's it also has its own negative effect so yes. well thank you so much aminati for highlighting this big issue that we have so what can young people do to control this continued urge to be on the phone for a very long time are there any alternative options that you could recommend to reduce phone usage I do think so. I think they, they we can they, we can get around this because now like I feel like my whole life, my whole like experience and whole like my documents and everything in school like everything is put on my phone and it's just convenient I can carry it. But it's a way we can reduce that and not have to feel so attached and not have to be constantly want to use our phone. And for me what that do for me is work. So if I'm at work I make it a boundary to put my phone aside. If I'm like my volunteer opportunities, I make it a um I make it an opportunity to put my phone aside. If I meet a friend I'm talking to, I make it an opportunity. So like this opportunity that oh you have someone to interact with, then like why will you be using your phone then? And also I know like a lot of us are, are going on onto um audio books and to digital books yes this is good and it saves like our planet like especially in printing paper and all it is good for the environment but then constantly having everything our yearly planner is on phone our reading books is on phone that makes us use our phone more and get more attached to it to the point of some people getting like a phobia getting addicted or getting so stressed about it so i would suggest that buy the physical copies like the environment is of no good if you yourself is not healthy we, we can have the balance of maybe our environment is not so healthy but the individual that your mind is not too stressed because well the environment could be straight but who knows like it doesn't necessarily like affect us that much directly uh, compared to us being our phone so really like uh, hard copies of books make sure you buy a calendar uh, i mean uh, a planner that you can actually write on instead of going on your phone to like check your to-do list throughout the day because then it's just going to if you have your to-do list on your phone there's no way you won't check your phone like so many times throughout the day because like, oh what is my next thing then you go on your phone and one thing that happens to me is that i go to my phone to read a book and then a friend texts and i like 
it's true like it's a friend that i'm not too close to i'm okay i'm like okay ignore it but my close friend texts and i'm like oh like let me go and reply then i go and reply and then she texts back i text back and by the time i know like I have a chat with her but I'm like oh like I have to go and do this other thing now I can finish my reading and then I put that aside and go away and that is affecting my schedule that is affecting my to-do list because I scheduled that time to read but because of that single text on my phone but if I put my phone aside and I was reading in a hard copy I will be able to finish the reading that I was supposed to so those are just simple things and minor things that we can incorporate into our life and to help her. and i would suggest that if you're someone who actually have really like uh, deep feelings about this if you're really scared that you cannot like go without your phone i would ask that you seek help you seek like is it medical counseling whatever help that you do to be able to detach yourself from that that is so true. I mean, Natu, it's been amazing to just hear you share all these wisdom nuggets with all of us. And I mean, one thing that I've taken out of this entire conversation is that you also just need to prioritize yourself and look at you as an individual, what's working for you and what's not working for you. So if your phone is now causing you to have some sort of mental distress, then it's possibly good for you to just detach yourself from that particular um, form of technology. But maybe just to end the conversation, do you have any final words to youth who are still struggling to get over nomophobia, something you'd want to add, or just to inspire young people out there to help maintain their mental health? Um, what I would say actually is like make it a goal. Just make it a goal to like try to go without your phone for some hours. Just like a future goal, you're like, I'm going to work hard through this school and be a doctor like make it a goal like that because simple things that we don't think that matters creep in to affect our health like if you're like i want a good health but then you don't make it a goal to maybe work out two minutes or even three minutes ten minutes a day then it just progresses that you never achieve the goal it has a starting point and i'm not going to say that you'll be able to just say oh my phone is away for eight hours but maybe for 10 minutes and maybe for 20 minutes and as it progress like who knows you might be able to get in more hours and to go like long uh, hours without your phone and try dinner if you're at a dinner with a friend like that's a good opportunity to put your phone aside you are eating like you are talking maybe it will just help you like you have something Thank you so much, Aminatu. It's been just an amazing opportunity just to hear from you, telling us your story and just how you've transitioned from Ghana to the U.S. and also stuff related to digital technology. I truly appreciate you for honoring this guest invite. And I mean, just the word that we have today is support young people when it comes to digital technology, help them understand why it's good or why it's not so good for them to constantly be be using their phones each and every time because there is a phobia which we now know about which is no mobile phone phobia so be aware of that and just be careful you might fall into this trap of nomophobia thanks for tuning in don't forget to like subscribe and share this podcast